Podcasters, it's Friday, and we're back with another episode. Let's take a missions trip to Brazil, and let's go visit Bishop Brad Lambeth. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. As soon as we struck the intro, I said to the producer, we should have made a sign. We could have put it on the chair over there, yep. and it would have said, gone preaching. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> Why does this come to my mind after we press record? That's, that's better than gone fishing. It, it's an improvement. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. So... Uh, it's just the producer and I in the studio today. And fortunately for the audience, we are not producing the content uh, and creating our own episode. That's never good when that happens. However, uh, we are here to queue up another episode of Kingdom Speak. And uh, if you haven't figured it out, uh, the host is on the road. How are you doing, Pastor? We are doing well. Awesome. We're doing well. Awesome. We are... Um, we're, we are improvising to see if we can pull off another episode of Kingdom Speak. Yeah. And uh, it's going to work good, I think. Yeah, I think the technical uh, side of it is going to, it's worth the efforts, um, especially when we have Bishop Lambeth on, of course. Um, yeah. First, let me let me just read you guys something, of course, you know, we have to do this. So number one podcast in the world. This podcast is absolutely spectacular. As a teenager, sometimes I find it hard to get into the Word, this podcast genuinely makes the Bible so interesting and enjoyable. Not only that, you guys reveal things in the Bible I've never seen before. So thank you for providing content for my generation and helping us deepen our walks with God. And that is from Malachi Burton on Apple Podcasts. So let's say amen to Mr. Malachi. Thanks, thanks, Malachi, for that review. I can I can relate to you as a as a teenager. And Malachi, I still can't find you in the Bible. Oh, I still can't do it. No matter how many times I reset, I can't find. I'm sorry. Put a, put a big yellow sticky note. Oh man, on that page and and leave the tag out. Yeah, it'll help you. Yeah. So here we are, and there you guys are, all the way in Brazil. Isn't this cool to do a bit we of a are. global podcast today? So we've, we've made the statement before when we have been recording that we are an international mm-hmm. uh, international podcast. This is taking international to quite another level today. Sure is. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So we are coming to you from the headquarters of the Apostolic Churches of Brazil mm-hmm. in Esteo. Uh, help me, Bishop. I don't know what the state is. R-S. R S. Oh, Rio. well, I can do that. <laughs> We're going R-S. letters. Yeah. R Rio Grande yeah. do Sul. Beautiful. There we go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Brazil. So we have been. We've been. Yeah, Brazil. We've been. Uh, but, with, but before uh, you continue, before you continue, yeah. I do have to register a complaint. Okay, I do have to register complaints. Complaint. We're not time, taking complaints. Oh, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, but anyway. I, I do have a complaint. The last time I was on with you guys, mm-hmm. I got hand claps and a drum roll. And yeah. this time I got nothing. Wow. I'm not hearing anything. I'm not hearing. Wow. No music, nothing. I'm not. Nothing. Does this mean you're not a guest anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. That's not a fair comparison because when Pastor... McKillop comes on. Y'all give him hand claps and drum oh, rolls. You want to, I'll give him a Bible bomb. Listen, we'll just do this right away. There it is. <laughs> I didn't hear it, but anyway, okay. For, for real, we're not we're not hearing any of the sound effects. None. Zero. Come no. on, you're not hearing no. anything. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh. Come on, getting that. Do I have to turn it up? The last time I was there, the last time I was there, if I remember, Brother Randy McKillop 
was the problem guy in all this. Whoa. Uh, that, that hasn't Whoa. changed. That has not changed. Easy. It hasn't changed? No. No, it has not changed. Mm. All right, folks, I'm checking out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they all yeah. do when they get when they get when <laughs> the going gets tough. They chicken out and run across the street. Yes. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Or you go. or brother McKillop down the road. Mm-hmm. Down the road. That that could be it. That could be it. <laughs> and we could just talk about it if you'd like to. Yeah. 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 So we have been here for um, I guess three days. I come in um, on a Thursday night, and we have had a great time. Um, always an honor to be here. If if anyone in our audience has not heard of the Apostolic Churches of Brazil, in my opinion, they are the leading uh, example of how missions work should be done. Um, I'm here at their headquarters, and an incredible, incredible testimony to the leadership. Uh, of the Lambeth family over the years. So it's an honor to be here with you, Bishop. And, Thank you, sir. Um, Welcome. In addition to the privilege of being here in person and having these conversations, um, we have been able to have uh, many conversations over the last uh, 48 hours, and I'm always the beneficiary of being able to uh, pick your brain about how to do the kingdom work better. And in the conversation, we, uh, in conversations this week, we discussed and began talking about idolatry. And uh, so we're, we're going to talk about it a bit today. Bishop has some incredible insight on this. And um, I guess I'd start by throwing this piece of of meat out there to see if we can't get the discussion rolling with this. There's, uh, there's or, piranhas in Brazil, so if you throw meat in ooh, the water, the piranhas. piranhas. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, do you think idolatry is uh, something that, that needs to be discussed in this day? Or as long as I don't have me um, a little fat Buddha in the corner, I'm okay. If, if, if you're asking me, there's a lot of idolatry, including very much invisible idolatry, too. Idolatry, you see it on the visual level, but it's sort of like the iceberg below the visual level. Idolatry mm. in the invisible world is much greater. Well said. The silent idolatry, shall we say. The unseen idolatry, it's much greater. And it's harder to uh, deal with. Harder yeah, maybe even harder to identify. That's true, too. That's true, too. That's uh, And that's probably our biggest problem is to be able to identify uh, the the uh, the signs or even the results of idolatry. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Uh, it, it's... It, Of course, Brazil doesn't have a corner on that, but I suppose everywhere in the world there's there's idolatry, both in visible man-made forms and uh, even in worship arenas in the sense of the world of worship. It it, it goes everywhere. Extremely dangerous and completely against God's will. So much so until it's included in one of the Ten Commandments. Well, there you go. I I was going to use, um, I think it's John's first letter, where he's he's wrapping up his letter, and he he gives them some specifics. You know, uh, he tells them that they are of God, that the whole world is in wickedness, and as he's working his way down through, he literally signs off with, little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his salutation to closing the letter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, 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 if, if it's in the Ten Commandments and we're at the other end of the book, 
I mean, we're, we're literally jumping on to Revelation at that point, and he's telling us, then I think we need to give, give credence to this. Yeah, uh, very much so. Uh, while you were speaking about First John, we were speaking, uh, Pastor McKillop, you and I, about uh, Acts chapter 15. And I don't have my Bible here with me, so I get confused between English and Portuguese Bibles. But uh, the admonition that was given, or the decision was given, don't consume uh, blood or meat that was sacrificed to idols. To idols. Offered to idols. The, the, there is a very distinct possibility that we become consumers of secondary uh, idolatry. Uh, idolatry. Wow. There is a very distinct possibility. Wow. So that oh, okay. is why that's why now it's going all over the place here. So you better bring it in closer because otherwise we'll be here for three hours. <laughs> well, okay. The last so, time I was there, the last time I was with you guys, mm -hmm. it went a long time, but it all started yes. off on the wrong foot about coffee. We, we went so like this. We went all, yeah. you know, just yeah, all over. So I want to stop there because there's the concept. There's the podcast. It's like secondhand smoke, right? That can okay. actually be more dangerous than smoke. You know, they, the research is out there on smoking. Mm -hmm. We all know that's bad. And then they say the secondhand smoke can actually be worse. So I wonder uh, what the research, the spiritual research is on secondhand idolatry. Wow. Lord have mercy. That, that sends goosebumps down my back. That's scary stuff, man. Hmm. It's scary. But you know, uh, um, secondary idolatry or secondary uh, level or whatever you want to put it down as, Again, uh, Pastor McKillop and I were talking today about the fact that, and again, we're sort of wandering down another path, but even if we're not careful, our worship, our pure and sincere worship can be contaminated by adopting types of worship that are not fully... Uh, whatever it's contaminated with 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 a mix yeah and that that's that's dangerous hmm. it is i um this this is bringing to mind bishop being on a trip to myanmar some years back um and one of the men that we were meeting with there took me to a temple a where they uh Hindu worship is offered. And so we we went to this temple. It's gold everywhere. Um, it really was a life-changing moment for me. I, I don't come from a background of Catholicism. I don't come from a background. So I, I, I really don't come from a background that has an awareness of idolatry, really. Wow. Uh, so being raised apostolic, it was a life-changing moment for me that when I walk in, first of all, everybody had to take their shoes and socks off. You had to walk barefoot throughout this entire, I mean, absolutely jaw-dropping, beautiful architecture overlaid with gold, not just painted, but literal. And the whole way into these temples were people set up selling fruit, um, breads, flowers that you could pick up for your worship experience, take your sacrifice in, and offer it in worship. And I saw them doing that, and it was one of the most, um, it really was one of the most life-changing things I've ever, I've ever witnessed. Because everything that Paul wrote about presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice and the sacrificial component that comes with worship and, and then the greater, by extension, topic of idolatry in general. It, all of those roads were intersecting wow. as I was observing this take place. And that happens in Brazil also. On the 1st of January, or really on the, on the 31st to the 1st of January, thousands, perhaps millions of Brazilians go to the beaches in Brazil, and they 
put little boats with an idol in it and put fruit and foods and set them afloat onto the ocean. So it's, it's a world thing. It's, you know, but it's something that's absolutely goes against all Bible principles. It's it, it, God is a, God doesn't accept that kind of worship. He's, uh, shall we say he he's play a jealous well with God? Others. Yeah, no, he doesn't, he doesn't play well with others. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Okay, but but it's also um, spiritually immature for us to think that because we've never engaged in that, I've never stopped and bought apples, bananas, and grapes, walked it barefoot in before a statue, got down on my hands and knees, and offered it, then he can't be talking about me. Oh. When he's saying idolatry, it, it can't be me. I've never done that. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's another component to that. Um, the, let, let's 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 go let's go another Bible story. Let's go to the three Hebrew children. Okay, the trumpets played. Everybody bowed their knee to the statue of that Nebuchadnezzar erected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the way that I would suppose that many of those that bowed their knee that should not have bowed their knee in, they had the mindset that in their heart, they were not doing so, but they were doing it in a physical manner. But in my heart, I'm doing it for you, God, but not for Nebuchadnezzar. Mm. It, um, you cannot it's, it's, it's sort of like holiness. You can't justify what's on the inside by saying it's, I don't have to show it. You, you have to show it that you're not an idolater in your heart. And at the same time, not neither in the physical world, if that's good English. Exactly. So, so my outward compliance is not a sign of an inward compliance. Is, is had to be how they were processing it in their mind when they when everybody else besides the three Hebrew boys was bowing down. Yes, sir. And so the the the, the three Hebrew boys they they mixed they matched their inside with their outside, and so it it it, it was it was a solid picture. If that's again a way of expressing it. And Pastor McKillop and those that are listening to this uh, podcast, I want to be a person mm. that shows outside and inside that here, O Israel, there is one Lord mm. and nothing else. Mm. And yes. it's got to show up inside and outside. And when the, when the inside doesn't match the ins outside, when it doesn't match, there's something that is wrong. You are you are an idolater, even though you may not be identified as an idolater. Which you can also change that around. You can pretend on the outside that you're not an idolater. And on the inside, you can imagine or move yourself into a world of idolatry in, in an imaginary world, which is oh, perhaps even worse. Oh, mm. and, and I, I really feel, man, there's, there's, so, many, shot there's so many directions this could go. Oh, Lord. But I, I, I really feel that idolatry is, is oh, quite God. possibly way more prevalent in the apostolic movement than what we even realize. It may be. It may and be. So, and that's a, that's a statement that may anger some people, but it's, it's, it's sure. It's, it's sure. Whatever. Yeah. At least let me say this. It's something that God's putting on my radar. Yeah. Everything that we do for worship is one hair's breadth away mm -hmm. of becoming idolatrous. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard my dad say for years that true apostolic worship is just a hair's breadth away from fanaticism. You have to you have to always keep the brakes on it to make sure that it's not straying too far into wow. fanaticism. 
Wow. And, and I, I think I think the same application can be made for idolatry, where sincerity of expression of worship can cross a line where it becomes the object of the worship. But you know what, Pastor McKillop, based on what you just said in the last three sentences, it's very hard. I guess what I'm trying to say is idolatry requires worship. Mm. Mm. Idolatry it does. requires re worship. It requires yes. it. Yes. And so what you said, it's just one little step or one hair away or whatever. It's, it's true. Because any misstep in worship will redirect your worship to an idol, be it visible or invisible. Yeah, and and if if you take it to the Luciferic example in the beginning, then he who was the conduit of worship, he, he redirected and redirected. replaced. And so now that which I am called to lead people into, now I am receiving. Now that, that, ooh, that's a strong statement, man. Mm. True, but strong. The reason why so I go slow, because it gives people time to absorb mm -hmm. what you just said. It's so, it's so powerful until even Brother Derek went silent. Well, yeah. I'm still stuck right now on you. You guys kind of moved on. You said you thought there was a lot of idolatry or there could be a lot of idolatry even in modern Pentecost. I was waiting for you to start describing what that is. Well, I think, I think that, I think that, and, and I want to hear from Bishop on this, because I think this ties back to the element of even secondary yeah. idolatry. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's not all intentional, right? Some of it's unintentional, mm. right? It's... Mm. Well, at least in, it, it, it's perhaps done in ignorance, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe that would be, you know. Yeah. You know. Well, and, and, and could you say this, Bishop, because we talked about this. Uh, you, you mentioned the golden calf. So I've been, I, I've been, I've been on the golden calf for a, for a, for a little while. Okay, so... So, so talk to us about it, and maybe we can unpack, um, Brother Derek, some of mm. the practical applications yeah. for today's movement mm. out of that. The golden calf, to me, was the, uh, the pivotal point or the, the main battle of, in regards to idolatry. It was... You, you, you've got to, re here, here's the problem, here's the problem. You've got to remember that Israel, this, I've talked about this, and I may still preach about this again, Israel left out of Egypt a land of idolatry, mm -hmm. so much so until to this day they are still discovering under the pyramids and etc. Sure. Uh, it, it's still being uncovered. But Israel sure. left out of Egypt under God's mighty hand. They saw 10 incredible plagues. I would call miracles, but plagues. They saw 10 incredible plague miracles. They left out of Egypt. As they were leaving out, they left out with their pockets full of money and jewelry they got to the Red Sea. The cloud came down between them and Pharaoh. The cloud had two colors, black and white, depending on what end you were standing at. They saw the Red Sea open. They crossed over the Red Sea. They got on the other side of the Red Sea. The Red Sea closed over the, 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 the Pharaoh and his army. They marched forward a number of weeks into the journey. They come to the Mount. They get to the Mount. 
Uh, they're, they're walking under a cloud during the daytime, fire at night. They have this rock, it'd be it the size of a marble, be it the size of a skyscraper following them behind with water at their, at their beckoning. They get up in the morning, they eat manna, they get there. God says, I want to give the commandments. I want to give the direction. I want to show you my plan. And so the mountains start shaking, the lightning starts flashing, the thunder starts rolling, the, 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 the mountains start shaking, and there goes Moses up to talk with God face to face. And in the valley, there's a whole nation that has seen at least what I've named or numbered right now, at least 20 huge, humongous miracles or plagues. And yet, and yet... And yet, oh, in God. their impatience of waiting on God, they made, they started making an idol that they called God while their feet were still shaking from the mountain like a jackhammer that was shaking the ground that they were standing on, and they're bowing their knee. Mm. God's writing. God's writing with his finger in rock at the in top. Rock, in rock. In rock. <laughs> and they are molding an idol at the bottom. My God have mercy. That, that I, I, is, that's horrendous. That's horrible. That's I God's have, people. Yeah, that's yeah, God's people. Is. Yeah, it is. That's God's people. That's God's people that are doing that. Explain that one off to me. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I shouldn't get agitated, uh, but I don't have any coffee to calm me down. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever looked? Because um, have you ever looked into how long, Bishop, that they waited when they said, "What has become of Moses?" We want not what has become of him. Uh, he said he was going to be down here in 40 days. And and we're checking our clock and we're going, um, he's not here yet. So you're asking, and hopefully you know the answer, but you're asking when their patience became impatience. Exactly. So, oh, oh, and and maybe one more, and maybe one more. Uh, because from, from my study, the window of time was less than 24 hours. It was, it was quite likely, according to a lot of Jewish sources, it was quite likely that maybe they started at sunup versus sundown measuring the 40-day period of time that Moses Oh, okay, so what you're saying, what you're saying, they got to the 40th day, and because they mismeasured their time, they, they were in the wrong time zone, shall we say. The they timing were the Pacific, was off. They were on the right. Pacific time zone, and God was operating on, the, on whatever Australian time. And so right. they got in a hurry. Which Or not in a hurry. Not, I'll take that back. Not in a hurry. They got impatient. They got impatient. Yeah. So we don't know now because we can't control Moses. We can't predict his well, moves well, well, but that's 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 the problem. That that's the bottom line to the golden calf. The golden mm. calf is controllable. Oh yes, mm -hmm. it's controllable. Oh yes, yeah, that's key. God, yes. It's sort of like this. It's sort of like a bird in a cage. If you throw a if you throw a cover over it, it stops singing. So when we're through with you, we'll throw a cover over you. You shut up. Moses won't shut up. But you'll shut up because you're controllable. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I think, Brother Derek, you just found your first practical example. Idolatrous worship is controllable worship. Yeah. Yeah. So, on demand, right? Yes. On demand. Wow. Yes. wow. And off demand, click, right? Yes. Wow. Maybe that's the reason why television is such a popular channel for uh, 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 certain types of preaching because you can turn it off. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and 
And this is a very real concern of mine. Supernatural, spontaneous worship is not controllable. It, 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 it's spirit-led. It's spirit-led. Yes, so it's not about it's a Sunday night thing that we do. It's a Friday words, thing that we do. You don't you don't stop your worship because McDonald's is going to close down in 30 minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which was the solution that the disciples gave Jesus in the sense that, hey, we've been here all day long. If we don't dismiss them, we got to find, we got to get them to McDonald's because they're hungry. And Jesus said, instead of dismissing them, let's feed them. Woo. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the other thing, if, if, if I may make another observation, Bishop, and this is where I was trying to get with the timing. They came up with the plan, executed on the plan, formed the idol, all within a very narrow window from when they gave themselves the right to go. Moses isn't coming back. I, I, we don't. We, he said he's going to be here. He's not here. To when he actually did come back. Which, so, by the way, yeah, no, that's well, it's going, it's going. well the, the only thing I was going to say there is that that leads you to think that that the plan for idolatry was already in the mind of the people. If Moses lets us down, this will be our backup plan. Very true. Uh, there are other issues connected with all of that. Uh, and some of them are bigger than the time allotted that we have here. But that is very well put, very well put. And according to certain Jewish sources, <laughs> the golden calf wasn't very big. No, absolutely. It's led to understand it was quite small. And yeah, it's yeah. about yay. It's about yay. Yeah. Yeah according yeah. to certain sources. Yeah, and you're comparing, you're comparing a God that fills the universe Ooh. and they're putting him in a, in a half cubic box, half yeah. cubic yard box. Yeah. Yeah. Two cubic feet. You're putting an island two cubic feet when there is no place that God is not. And so you're inserting a golden calf or, or, you know, into a world mm. that God already owns. Mm. Mm. And you want to make the story worse? Let's make the story worse. Let's, let's worsen the story. So we were talking about worship. You got to remember God have mercy. You've got to remember that when, when, how shall I say, when Israel left out of Egypt, they had the promise that their clothes would not wear out and their shoes would not wear out and etc. So when they are there worshiping the idol, they are worshiping the idol using the clothes and the shoes that God provided them. Wow. People that use wow. what God gives to worship idols are doubly condemned to hell. Wow. Wow. That is a great observation. I had never thought of that. And ironically enough, before it's over, they're even casting it off. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was where I was going to go next. And I was waiting just for the for the little okay. leading. Okay. The, the little lead. There you go. The door is open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, is this a good spot for us to talk about our merch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 You all idolatry is a rebellion against holiness. All mm. idolatry 
is a rebellion mm. against holiness because you are substituting God's purity with an image. And the next uh, logical step is to strut what you think is what your idol would like to see. And in the garden, when God saw sin, he refused the way that they looked at holiness and dress, and he redressed them. And when you go into idolatry, you undress what God has dressed. Oh. Oh. Hmm. oh okay. And not, not, not to try to pull us back from the holiness application at all, but I, I don't think we can avoid the fact that music played a role in this. It played, it did a, play role. A role. It played a role in the th three Hebrew boys when you hear the yes, music. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. 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 Now, no, no, no. It's getting worse and worse. To, uh, not worse, but it's getting more complex in the conversation. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Uh, the, the the music role, uh, I the, the reason why music plays such an important role is because music, if used in certain ways, overrides your safety measures to keep you from idolatry. There, there are there is a structure in us that is input in us from birth or from beginning that that has that sense of majesty, God's majesty in it. And when you start into music, music done improperly or done with the wrong intentions will override the sense of awe and majesty in comparison to God. This God, I'm nothing, I'm offering this. It overrides that to the point where you become, you become, idolizing your own self and even perhaps your own talent and you become the idol to yourself does that make any sense uh, that makes all the sense in the world mm -hmm. and and i i think this is absolutely something that at the least is secondary smoke wow we're yes sir at the least yes it is and it, if, if, if we're God. not careful, if we're not careful, we will worship our worship. And at that moment, it becomes idolatrous. Oh, God. Hmm. And I, I, I think I, I think the boundaries around this bishop are invisible boundaries, meaning that you can't easily cross over. And meaning that there better be someone highly spiritual in church that can help keep us on the right track and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, yes. That's that. We're, we're, we're going to back away from that one. Okay, let me ask you this, because, again, we talked about this, Bishop. So, when we, uh, how can I say this? When we, uh, when we're trying to reach someone that's struggling with idolatry, let me say it this way. When we are trying to reach someone struggling with idolatry, they're difficult to reach at times, especially if they are in this wave of secondary idolatry. Because like the people at the bottom of the mountain that are dancing immodestly, nakedly around the calf, they do not say they're worshiping the cow. They no, no, say no. they're worshiping God. Very well put. Very well put. Very well put. So they're not going to respond well. to a message on idolatry. <laughs> Very well put. Very well put. Right? So it, well back put. to your point of needing a man that will... That, that, that stays in tune, it is going to take a Moses that, that at times gets so infuriated by this that he'll break a table of stone if he has to, to go, yes, this sir. is idolatry. Yes, sir. 
And and one step further, which I talked in uh, last week, one step further, Moses, he started, Moses started, uh, how can I say it? He took it on himself as an anointed man of God to make decisions. And he ground that, he ground that idol up. He said, honey, if this is what you want, you're going to drink your own medicine, baby. <laughs> and he made them drink it until they either puked and repented, and some of them may have puked and not repented, pardon the, the language, and ended up dying because they still said it tastes good. He got my shot, Dalada, my shot. Hallelujah. So that is the challenge, is to keep God's center circle. And if God's not center circle, I must have. It, well, you got us thinking. What's that? Oh, you got us thinking. Well, like, Y'all yeah. went silent on me. Maybe it's the language I use. <laughs> I'm sorry about the. I'm oh. sorry about the. Uh, uh, oh, you just got muted, Pastor. You just got muted. There I you think go. This, I'm sorry. I think this really is the essence. And I think there's going to be people listening to us right now that are going to go, why am I dancing? But you're not dancing for Jesus. You're not dancing. Yeah. yeah. What, why am dancing. I shouting hallelujah? Am I doing it so that I can outshout the guy across the aisle from me? Or am I doing it in front so everyone can look at you know, oh, easy now. Exactly. Easy. Okay. 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 Give us. Yeah, we'll cut that out. Give us some shout music. Give us some shout music. Come on, give us some shout music. Here we go. Here it comes. Here Everybody go. dance. Here we go. Get ready. Here it comes. You got to turn it up. We can't hear it. We can't hear it here. But anyway, they must, they must be hearing it because so. Anyway. <laughs> This either will make your this either will make your work or break it, brother. This is one of those programs either makes it or breaks it. Makes it or breaks it. I'm just telling you, I have not been able to get away from this for weeks. So when we started talking about this, I have asked God, God, give me a better understanding of what idolatry is. Oh, my, my ministry could become idolatrous. My preaching could become idolatrous. This podcast could become idolatrous. Everything that we do is one hair's breadth, breadth oh, away God. of God not being at the epicenter and me replacing him says in Isaiah that he be glorified. If you're going to, oh, if you're going to pray the prayer God. of healing, that he be glorified. If someone, it, that he, if it's not a he be glorified, it's, it's, it's not a God thing. And if it's not a God thing, it may not be idolatry, but it sure is first cousins. Hmm. Brother Kasista can attest to this, Brother Derek. Um, he, he's a very accomplished musician. And, um, uh, my son is, is, is learning the guitar, and he's coming on, and I am constantly on him, Bishop. If you can't play that guitar and dance, put it down. If you can't play that guitar mm -hmm. and worship, drop it. Drop it. Because at that moment, if you can't worship God through that, then you become the object of worship. And, and, and that's a setup that will damn you. Yes, it will. It becomes yes, self-idolatry. It does. It becomes self-idolatry. It becomes self-idolatry. And that is, that is, I, I don't even have words to, it takes my breath away. It takes my breath away. And the, 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 the people that engaged in that, and I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there, number one, because, uh, but anyway. Uh, can, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I won't even maybe. go there. Let's go. But, maybe he will. You have let's to go. go there. We got five we, minutes let's go. left. We got let's five go. minutes. Let's go. Go. Okay, five go. minutes. You do also realize, you do also realize that everything that happened around the golden calf was orchestrated, for the most part, by a guy called Aaron. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Aaron 
may try to pacify the people, but it, it's the ministry's job to keep the people away from idolatry, God be it primary mercy. or be it secondary. It's the ministry's mm. job. God have mercy. It's the ministry's job. And Aaron didn't do a good job. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. As a matter of fact, like I, I said, I'm not going there because it's too big of a can of worms. But he did a very poor job that day. Well, not only that, Bishop, one of one of my personal uh, one of the one one of the scriptures that gives me the most tension to talk about is Aaron's blatant dishonesty when he talks to Moses. Yeah. I just I just <laughs> threw the stuff in the fire. Boom! <laughs> <Kyle> popped out. <laughs> like what in the world? No. If anybody knew that Moses was going to see through that. Aaron had to know that Moses was going to see through that. Wow. Now somewhere, not to, to keep him from being under the bus, somewhere he did get it right because in the end, he is known as Aaron the saint. Yes, yes. Now doesn't that, yes. I, I don't know if that means at some point he lost his position <laughs> of leadership. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't either. And I... You know, I, I'm with you. You know, he was he was a a definite essential part for God's plan from there forward. But that wasn't that wasn't a happy day for Aaron. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a happy day. And when I go to church, go to service, I want to be an example of a oh, person God. that worships God not as an idol but as God. Hmm. Those Israelis, those, 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 they, they bowed and danced in front of that idol, that golden calf, and said, these are the gods with an S on the end that brought you out of Israel. That's a lie too. That's a lie too. It wasn't that golden calf that did it. And you had mentioned, and I think I mentioned, you know, well, while they're looking at the golden calf in my heart, we're going back to that in my invisible, right. invisible. In my heart, I'm worshiping God. Right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna worship God in your heart, you better make your mouth and your actions and your worship and your words to reflect what supposedly is in your heart. When the actions don't match what you claim is in your heart, we're gonna go by the actions and not what you hide in your heart. Mm. Well, you suppose that's why he said, Bishop, that you must worship me with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul. There needs to be unilateral agreement unilateral. every sector of who you are when you're worshiping God. And you, in God's grandeur, in, in God's uh, magnificence, never, although he does, but never expect a, uh, 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 a, a return back on your worship to God. When you get into idolatry, there is always an expectation of reward for Effort. Serving that idol. Wow. When in Ashamakaya, oh, you can't wow. go. Hallelujah. Don't don't go there. Don't go mm. there. Don't mm. go and expect God. Yes. Yes. It, it, because if you're doing it that way, then you're doing it for repay. And God doesn't accept worship nor holiness. As a leverage. As a leverage. Nor, yes, that's that's the right word. That's the right word. Mm -hmm. And wow. so the leverage that was given to the Kamashat that was dancing around that golden calf is that the leverage, the reward that was going to be given is that that calf will not say a word while I fall into moral and sexual sin, dancing right. naked. That, that idol will not punish me it will allow me that's my reward for worshiping this idol is because this idol is going to let me perform 
moral perversion mm. without punishment. Okay. Wow. Wow. Th- that idol will never refuse never. my worship. N- never, 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 will never refuse, refuse worship. my worship. And it will it- never punish you. Wow. For your perversion. Wow. I can live however I want to live. However, I will want to. always receive my worship. There's no idol that speaks back to its worshiper. There is no idol that speaks back to its worshiper. Mm, we need a. Mm. I don't know if you guys can hear it, it up, but it's going. Is it going? Oh, yeah. No idol speaks back to its mm. worshiper. And, and and that and, and that's 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 one of the elements when you're worshiping the one true God, He has an opinion about who worships worships Him. You can't worship me if you're not worshiping me in spirit and in truth. And in truth, you can't worship me with lips and your heart be far from me. He He calls you on the carpet. He calls uha for the divested so. <laughs> worship. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the reason why I worship God, because he won't let me go to hell if I Woo! listen to what he tells me. Boom. Yeah. Yes. 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 Wow. So. Wow. Bishop, this has been incredible. And I don't know if you guys can hear the background music or not. Can you hear it? Can yes, I? Sir. You I can't can. hear it? They are cranking up on the other side of that. They're getting wall. ready to that go. That is right. I <laughs> forgot to tell them not to play. I forgot hey, to tell them. No, I can't I've hear. Enjoying it. <laughs> I can't hear. Uh, so we're fixing to go have church and give some worship mm. to God and Jesus in Esteo, Brazil. And um, I, I encourage every today. every one of our listeners today that at the least. When you're hearing this, have an is it I moment. You you need you need to reflect mm. and go, is what I'm doing, am I doing it for the right reason? Am I giving for the right reason? Am I worshiping for the right reason? Am I singing for the right reason? Am I sacrificing for the right reason? And if you are, there's nothing more powerful than what nothing you are giving to God. <laughs> nothing. An invisible God always repays with visible blessings. Oh. <laughs> Woo. There it is, folks. Thanks for being with us today.